You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. What is this like emotional times now? Because Jake is leaving, flying the coop. Jake, be honest with me now. Will you, will you miss the show at all? Or, or when you're <laughs> fast asleep, head on the pillow at like 9.30 on a Saturday morning? Will you not even think of me? Dave, I mean, we've worked together for over a year now as this uh, nice music plays in the background. But realistically, you know, like I... I've absolutely loved being a part of the show. Kind of going to bed early on Fridays was never an issue because I got to wake up Saturday and be a part of this program. And I think a lot of listeners listening, you know, they like waking up early on a Saturday and being a part of the show too. So to all the listeners, to all the people that have called in today and have said nice things, I just want to say thank you. Um, and being a part of the show has meant a lot to me just in my life in general. And Dave, I think it's made your life better. It's made I, my I, life I, great. I, they, and I mean, you have a great girlfriend now, even though you're hesitant to say girlfriend. But you have a you have a serious girlfriend. I got right? a new apartment, a new job, a new girlfriend. Would life any is of those things had been possible without me in the show? All three things, especially the girlfriends, because of Dave Rothenberg. Well, well, let me ask you this though. Yes, you started doing the show when I became a producer. Right at the start of the pandemic, so like July 2020. So you started doing this show July 2020? No, there was a few months I kind of had to work my way up the ladder to the Day Rothenberg show. Okay, so they don't just give this to anybody. Oh, so no. at what point were you? Were they like, all right, we'd like to put you on the Day Rothenberg show? When did you actually start that? I would say the end of 2020, so around November, November, December November, 2020. Thanksgiving of 2020. Now, when did you meet your lovely girlfriend? <laughs> I met her a few months later, actually. Oh. Really? So maybe she was listening to the program was like, wow, this guy who does the Stump Rothenberg I, I with no Dave. Is- so let's see. You started on this she is show Jewish in November, too. So November 2020 that. and met her and now have started dating her. And now it's very serious. And when exactly was that? Do we have a day that, that there was a meeting? Uh, I don't think so like we have January an official. I, as I said, we weren't really like all about titles at first. So we don't really have an official anniversary date. But things are good, man. Life is good. I, I don't care about things good. I'm, I'm you don't care about my life being good, Dave? Um, No, no. You know what I'm saying. I got you. But no, life is good. And again, a lot of it, again, is because of the way you treated me. And behind the scenes, again, we have fun on air. But behind the scenes, you're one of the best guys. Besides you texting me every time the Yankees lost a series this last month with a... Oh, emoji of it. It was a, a hello. 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 Was, that's what, exactly I think it was, what it was a it was a goodbye kind of. It was of. a hello, and then you got me back uh, this week. But that's fine. It's yeah. all fun and, so. and, and love and sports. All right. So, but let's just see before we get to the calls what what this has led to. So you come on the show now. You get a great girlfriend, right? Is that mm. true? Yes or no? Yes. I don't know if one led to the other. Well, but yes. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you're on the witness stand and I'm saying to you, all right, um, you can't, you went on the Dave Rothenberg show and then met a great girl and started dating her. Yes like, or no? Like that kind of party. Yes. Y- yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, sir. Come on the Dave Rothenberg show, wind up with a swanky, beautiful New York City apartment. Yes or no? True. Yes. Started on the Dave Rothenberg show, land a a big-time, high-paying corporate job running social media at ESPN. Yes or no? High paying. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, yes, I did get a higher great, paying. Higher paying. Yes, I got a great uh-huh. opportunity with ESPN, okay. and a lot. And that, out of all three, I would say the career um, has definitely you've had a, a huge impact on. So I really appreciate it. I really so, do, man. Like I, again, I don't want to get all like emotional. It's kind of sad. It's my last. All day right, here. all right. Let's not weep over. All right. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. See, this is why I can't bring you on because you get all emotional. Start wallowing. Sad. Well, do you remember you had a producer once? <laughs> I won't say names. A few uh, months ago, you were trying to figure out if he would be your guy, and he said he's a Yankees fan, and he cried at a party <laughs> that night. He was pathetic because Carlos Correa signed with another team. He was. Pa- that's one of the. That's one. That's one of the weirdest takes I've ever heard in my entire life. I, n- I never cared for him. I didn't know whether I wanted him to be my guy, and that was a misstep even mentioning. Dave, something. here's the thing: if Judge left the Yankees after this year, You'd like. Die. I don't know if I would cry, but I would be, like, emotional about it. The fact that a Yankees fan at a party left to go cry because Carlos Correa, who cheated the Yankees out of World Series, didn't sign with them, that is honestly one of the weirdest things I've ever heard. It was a very strange take. Let's so that, go to, Yeah, real quick, though. That's I what mean, I'm saying. Jesus you gotta Christ, find, can you, we get to you a gotta, call? you got to find your guy, and maybe one of these calls will be your guy. I, I mean, you're, you are—and and here and, and herein lies the rub. 
is that I, 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 I love you, I bring you on, and now I can't even host the show. Well, you didn't let me speak for 45 minutes, so I'm so trying to let some you, stuff out. It was out. all pent up, and then the second <laughs> I bring you on, you just... Exactly. Let's get to some calls. I mean, my God. Hot take Johnny Poughkeepsie. You're not usually in Poughkeepsie hot take. Good morning. You're on 98.7. That's good morning, Dave. That's because I'm usually working when I call in. Um, shout out to the company and a big happy birthday to Alex. Thank you. Very nice of you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so if you give me a chance to get to two points, one, I w- I'd like to say, first of all, that um, in my personal record books, which we all know matters more than anything else in this world, um, I will consider Aaron Judge the uh, home run king. Um, all right, so you're, the first, you're the first one. You, if he gets 62, yeah, that's fan, the all-time so. record in your mind. Okay, <laughs> yep, yep. that's fine. But, but so you're, you're uh, like, you're, like wa- um, you're watching these games, turning on yes every time he steps up. Like the home run record is on your mind. Well, I'm a Mets fan, so I don't watch. Mets and Yankees are pretty much playing at the same time, so I'm not watching the, gotcha, the Yankee gotcha. games. I'm watching but, the Mets. But if, you know, if, you, if you were... <laughs> If you were, then yeah, then, yeah, yeah I, w- okay. I would. Yeah, I mean, before, p- prior to the steroid era, and since they put the bands in, or the PED testing, there's been no one's come close. So I throw all those home run, McGuire, Sosa bonds out the window. Gotcha. Okay, but, fair uh, enough. Listen, it's it's not an unfair take. I just think that this has re- yeah. really been diluted since since the whole thing in '98 happened. But continue along. So the Mets, um, yeah. I completely hear you on your concerns about the bullpen, but I think there's something about this team, the way they have continued to come back. And it's not just been like with the Yankees, mostly judge with the Mets, Alonzo, Marte, Kana, Vogelback. There are guys, McNeil, throughout the season that have continued late in games when they've gotten down. Just they have a way of winning. And that's just an intangible that championship teams have that you can't measure. I mean, it's, it's just they have it, and it's continued all season. I, I, I agree I agree with you. And I think there's something really special about this team. And you yeah. see, not, like, not only did they come back and have these great wins, they're so, like, like what, look at the bench when they come up with these big hits. Like, Hannah gets that double yesterday, two-run score, and, and they're all at the top step, and they're excited, and they're, they're vibrant. Like, there's something there. But if you're right there, and I look at this team as possibly the best team in baseball, why didn't you go try to seal the deal and bring in – you know, pieces that would make you better in the biggest moments. I think they just didn't want to give up any of the young guys. I see a lot of talent in the minor league system, and they see that as a great future. They have a lot of free agents and a lot of money they have to spend just to bring guys back. I don't think they wanted to then next year, year after, go out and have to add not only bring the guys back, but spend money to bring other people in because they gave up all their minor league pieces. So I think I think that's why they did it. But um, I, I think you're, yeah, it you're is what right. it is. It, I think you're right, but you know what? When when Johnny, when we're sitting there, game five, Dodgers, and you have to go to the bullpen, you might sing a different tune. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I hope not, but yeah, I, I, I hope not as well. Call, Dave. Listen, and th- thanks for the call. Good call. He's a good caller, by the way. Um, is that I-, I hope that McGill, who's nearing health, Carrasco, who pro- I don't know, Carrasco or Walker, one of those two is going to go to the bullpen. David Peterson. Then you'll have Adovino. Then you'll have Lugo. Drew Smith is going to return. That all of those guys can make you have a good bullpen. That's that's my hope. But I wanted David Robertson. That's that's who I really, really wanted at the deadline. I thought that would be a tremendous addition. Let's go to Jay in Franklin Park. Good morning, Jay. You're on 9870 ESPN. Good morning. I'm a tremendous caller as well, so I thought I'd say that ahead of time. I like um, that. I like the confidence, Jay. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, I want to pad your ego a little bit. I, For my whole life, I've been a listener of the other station, but I can't get enough of listen. can't get too much of listening to you. You like, you're, you're probably my favorite on-air personality in radio, so. Wow. Well, thank you. That's, that's really nice of you. It really is. Genuinely. Oh, I you're appreciate welcome. That. You're welcome. Um, so I called about Judge, but before I get to Judge, I had just an interesting thought because you were just bringing up uh, the Dodgers came up. How the heck do the Dodgers, how are they as good as they are and still have the minor league system that is considered one of the top in baseball? Like, how have they retained? Because we're talking about, like, the Mets. I'm a huge Mets fan. Right. You know, not trading the pieces. How have the Dodgers, is it just that they've spent so much money in free agency? Well, and spent, I mean, look, look, at their, look, at their, look at their team, right? I mean, they are littered with guys. I mean, they, they, had, they brought in Trevor Bauer. He doesn't even pitch on this team. But – their first right. baseman is a hired hand, right? Freddie Freeman, hired hand. They 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 go ahead and they bring in Trey Turner, um, but they they you know they make a big trade for Mookie Betts. 
Bellinger's not even hasn't even played well in a couple of years. They are they are littered with talent on. But how team. have they how have they made those trades and still have one of the top five farm systems in baseball? I, I mean, I, I, I guess you'd have to sit there and say that their their scouting and their their management is the best in baseball, right? Because I think ideally that's where the Mets would be, because obviously Steve Cohen is going to be willing to spend the money. And as a Mets fan, like I say, I sort of like that they didn't trade the pieces because you want to both spend the money and have the farm system. But then I look at the Dodgers, and it's like they're making trades for Trey Turner, who's like one of the best players in baseball, and yet somehow they still have like and Mookie all Betts. these top prospects. It's, right, they, they, know, they, they traded for Betts and Turner and still have one of the best farm systems in all of baseball. Yeah, it's it's I a don't good point, Jay. Um, all right, so let me, move, let me move ahead to Judge. So yeah. I hate the Yankees. I happen, I happen to like Judge a lot. I, I, he's just a really good guy. I, I, I appreciate him, and I don't appreciate many Yankees. I think the thing to me that's the most impressive is that he is so far ahead. I mean, I'm a huge Pete Alonso fan, and I think I look at him, and I think, like, we are so lucky as Met fans to have the season he's having. And then I looked at Judge has 16 more homers than him, and he's like 15 homers, you know, or, or you know, around about that amount ahead of the next person. To me, that is more impressive. For Forget about the record. The act just Let's say he gets to 60 home runs. Just the discrepancy between what he's doing at, on a home run pace and everyone else, to me, is unbelievable. That doesn't take away for me from, like, I, don't, I personally don't want the steroid guys in the Hall of Fame, or I'm happy to have them in the Hall of Fame with, a big thing, you know, on their plaque saying right. that says they that tested positive and then a separate wing. I, I get but, it. Yeah. Yeah, but but for me, it's like I that period of time was absolutely amazing. I mean, we're putting on Cardinals games to watch batting practice on on ESPN. Right? Like let, we can both be disgusted that there was a steroid era and admit that it was exciting to watch. Um, I think it's okay to like say that and also say like i mean the the record is the record we can we can argue if it's legitimate but in history if you know if judge gets 63 home runs i we can look at that and say that's more impressive than what the steroid era guys did it might not be viewed as the record you know but i i think it brings up i think one rid of is debates about it and i think like stats in baseball like that's one of the things that makes baseball great yeah, it's, it's, the, it's, the gold, it's the errors. golden era right it's the stat like, yeah. jay, that's a good call i i gotta tell you you know what i gotta say jake are you screening the calls today i am screening the calls today yeah seeing this just makes me love you even more well, the, the, yeah. the calls have been really good today. Well, I appreciate that. And just to go off, and you get you get Ty screening the calls, and you don't you don't know what. No, Ty does on. a great job, and we do have stump calls coming in, so I have to live up to Ty. But to the last caller's point, the steroid error, like what Aaron here, judges here we do. Go. Well, I mean, here, here it's the Jake Montgomery show. Go ahead. Jeff. I just want to say really quick, like yeah. what I've been seeing Aaron Judge do on an every night basis is like incredible. Like every time he comes up, it's must see. I saw this stat on SportsCenter yesterday about Barry Bonds and kind of what he was doing in his prime. Did you know that Barry Bonds has 28 more intentional walks than the entire Tampa Bay Rays franchise? In the history of the, of the organization? In the history of the organization. <laughs> no, that's funny. Barry Bonds has 688 intentional walks. The Tampa Bay Rays, as an organization, have 660. That's pretty remarkable. It's that's, amazing, that's and it just shows so good. You bring I, nuggets like that to the show. I appreciate it. It just shows like how different the game was, and what Aaron Judge is doing, we really haven't seen since that era. Uh, now today's New York Yankees injury report is brought to you by Total Orthopedic Spine and Sports Medicine. So, um, Nestor Cortez, uh, grade two groin strain, placed on the IL on the twenty second, and. I have a feeling he's going to be back sooner rather than later. Uh, Anthony Rizzo continues to be hampered by that back tightness. Didn't play last night, but he's kind of a day-to-day -day scenario. And, of course, uh, John Carlos Stanton back and healthy enough that he can hit, but he's not supposed to play right field because of that Achilles for quite some time. That's the Yankees injury report brought to you by Total Orthopedic Spine and Sports Medicine. Total Ortho Express is Long Island's premier orthopedic immediate care where no appointment is needed. After all, time doesn't heal wounds. They do. Uh, Jake, you realize that we're, we're 15 minutes away, right? 
I realize, and you do realize the last time, you know, myself, Harvey, and you were together, you know what happened, right? We're not going to do that again. There's no way we're going to go. No perfect game again? No. We'll see. Now, what, what happens to the record book? Do you pass it along to the next guy? So I do have your record, which I will not announce until stump, uh, yeah, still stump time. But right. I will hand it off to whoever. Actually, I'll let you choose who I hand it off well, to. I don't, I don't know who's even on the show. Well, you need to find your guy. And once you I, find it. I don't it, even know who, who my options are. Now, you'd think that management would come to me and say, listen, we, we've got A, B, C, D, your show, this segment is so important. We want you to choose who you'd want. That has not happened. It has not happened. That has not happened. So that's not me. So may, maybe they don't feel like that. Maybe this Saturday show is just, it's just a show to them. I, I, I hope not. Because I think to a lot of people, it's a lot more than just a Saturday show. Yeah, but you show. say you hope not, but you didn't argue with me. You didn't say, no, that's silly. I can't, I can't say what the but management thinks. But you're management thinks. now, so what do you feel? I think that the Saturday show is very important to this company. Okay, I'll take that. And to the company. Uh, we're going to get to more of your baseball next. 11 o'clock, we're going to get to a little NFL. 1-800-919-3776. And Stump Rothenberg is only 50. 15 minutes away. It's Rothenberg with you solo on a Saturday morning on 9870 ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. Now, Jake, who do you, I mean, we, we got Joe here who's just getting his feet wet. Harvey's been here for a few months. Who do you, who do you want to pass the baton to to be my guy? I mean, it's ultimately your decision, but I think both of them in the studio. No, stop they are, they You know are, what? Stop standing on the fence. I, you know what? Nobody wants you to give that, that benign answer. We want you to maybe ruffle a feather if it's in the betterment of the no, show. No, you want you the think? feathers to be ruffled. No, I, I want honesty. No, here's if, the th- No, here's what I want. Okay. I want honesty. Mm-hmm. And if feathers happen to be ruffled based on the honest answer, then so be it. That's what I want. No, so I'm going to ask you again. Yes. Who do you think I should take as my guy moving forward on Saturday mornings after you abandon me today? I think that you want me to say one of the two people that I'm in studio with so that it becomes extremely no, awkward. That's not, I mean, that would be great if that were the truthful mm-hmm. answer. What I want is for you to give me an honest, heartfelt answer I, on who that guy I is. I think both of these new guys are great. I would say this morning, though, Harvey has been putting a little bit more effort into becoming your guy. Now, Joe, you're brand new at the station, right? Brand new. So much so that getting the mic positioned in front of your face seems to be an issue. You're, you're with me this morning? Yes, I am. All right. Now, how do you feel about what Jake just said? He said he thinks Harvey might be the guy because he's trying to be the guy. You also want to be the guy. Just because you're trying harder doesn't mean you actually get to be the guy. And you, tell me this now. Do you think you're more equipped to be my guy than Harvey? Absolutely. Why? Because I know radio more than Harvey does. Oh, this is this my, is... I mean, it's my second week, but I think I know radio a little bit more than Harvey does. Wow. This is wonderful. Is, I, this, I, is this what we're doing now? We're having the verbal warfare in the studio? Yes. yes. Yeah. Have you met me? Yes, of course this is what we're doing. <laughs> this is ideal. So, Joe, all of a sudden, you 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 were like a, a 50 to one shot. You were like Steve's barbecue who was going to be, you know, glue by the end of the race to now all of a sudden you're right in there. It's Rich Strike. It's 2022. Come on. Wow. Wow. Now I don't know what to do. Jake, are these my only two choices or is there someone off the board that we also might consider? I just think that... Uh, are you guys sharing a microphone? Yeah, we're sharing a microphone. I mean, come on. We have like eight producers what in here, What kind of hacks man? are you? I can't even hear the conversation, but I heard my name, so I was like, give me the microphone. So you don't back. even know what I asked you. I do hear that you, there's shots being fired here in the station. You got them going after each other now. Yeah. Goodbye, sir. All I oh, hear I is really, I know more. I, really I know more. I know more radio than you. I know it's it's great. This is what you wanted. It's exactly what I. Yeah. I didn't realize I would get it so quickly. I was trying not to give it, but you got it anyway. Yeah, I really good did. for you, Dave. Now, my question to you is: is there is there anybody outside of these two who we would consider to be the guy, or is it one of these two? Do you think? Again, I think your guy comes down to who you want to be your guy. I can't I choose my, your I guy. I don't know who my choices are. <laughs> I don't know who your choices are either. Yeah, all right. I'm gonna have to t- speak to somebody. Let's go to Lonnie in Harlem. Lonnie, good morning. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Jake. Good morning, Joe. And good morning, Harvey. 
company, big shout outs. Good morning to y'all, of course. Well, of course, and of course, Dave, tell cousin Alex, I said a big happy 12th birthday to him. He's probably in the car right now listening. So, Lonnie, you can actually speak to Alex. You have a a heart. Well, Alex, Alex, little cousin Alex, if you're listening, just want to wish you a happy 12th birthday. Um, Please stop throwing M&Ms at people like Jake. He's a kind, very nice guy. So please don't end up like your father as much as Hey, hey, Alex, don't listen to Lonnie. Alex, Alex, I'm a great role model, and you should emulate almost everything I do. And Sherry, don't get in his uh, way of listening to this. Go ahead, Lonnie. uh, Maybe maybe not everything, but a lot of it, yes. But I really just called in to wish Jake um, the best in his new endeavors at ESPN. Um, Getting to meet him the other um, last Saturday at the Monks Festival event was great. Me and him got to chop it up, got to really talk about the show and everything. And um, we got to talk about you, of course, Dave, because, you know, I love you and and he loves you. And, and, um, you know, he picked you over uh, Gordon Damer as well. So, you know, the love is real. So I just wanted to call in and say that. Um, Jake, once again, man, it, it was great getting to talk to you. It's been great hearing you on these airwaves. Um, and I'm just glad that you uh, you're you're moving up. And uh, just don't forget about us little people, all right? Yeah, he's he's already done what I came to Lon- done. Lonnie, thank you. You've come what you came to done. Lonnie, he he doesn't. And thanks for the call. He doesn't care about you. He doesn't care about me. He doesn't care about anybody. He is all in it for himself, as evidenced by the fact that he is jumping ship as we hit football season. I mean, you couldn't even give me football season and then go. You couldn't even give me through the Super Bowl, and then go, no, no, no. It's all about me. I got a girlfriend. I got a fancy apartment. I'm meeting closers on the street. Who the hell are you? Right? That's what you are now. You're all about you. I'm sorry, Dave. Uh, Yeah, I was doing other things. What were you saying? Forget it. Nothing. Randy (laughs) in New Jersey. Randy, good morning. You're someone that listens and cares. You're on 98.7. Hey, good morning, guys. Hope all is well. I'm actually uh, in between appointments. My first appointment I had this morning canceled on me last minute. So what do you do? I decided I work in real estate, man. So I had a few appointments today. I was excited. It's a good Saturday. I walked out of the house, positive mindset. And my first appointment canceled. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go hit the golf range. But before I hit the golf range, I just wanted to talk to you guys. Good. I'm glad so you made the I wanna, call, Randy. What I do you got? Make- I know you want to get Yankees uh, centric here, so go ahead. Yeah, so correct. So I'm a big Yankee fan. It's been a great year. Also had some downfalls. But again, look, I'm calling Judge MVP and he's breaking the record. He's going to be our World Series MVP this year if we win. I think we're also going to have a Subway World Series against the Mets. The Mets are playing very well. I can't complain about them. I think they're going to take that NL. They're That'll be the strong. end of me, Randy. But I'm just telling you right now. If the Yankees play the Mets in the World Series, I don't sleep much to begin with. I will be on no sleep. I will be a nervous wreck of man, a mess. That's going to be exciting for the city, man. We need this. We've been going on. We've been going up, going through so much crap these past two years, man. The city needs this, need this, this unity. I, I, I need it. to see the They're the best team in the NL. I want the Yankees to face them. And I, I think I with the Yankees – I don't need it. I don't need. I don't need Yankees on the other side of that. It's stressful enough to go to the World Series. I played the is. Royals in 2015. It, that was stressful enough. The last thing I need is the Yankees. <laughs> no, man, but it's going to be a good year. I'm completely excited. We got some guys on the team that are really special. Like again, when you come up to the playoffs, you really just need five strong guys in that lineup, and we have them and more. Five? You no, know? no, no. I don't. And thanks for the call, Randy. I don't agree with that at all. I mean, you, you five strong guys in the lineup. No. If if you're if you're if six through nine is is subpar, you're not in good shape. No way. I don't agree with that. I I think that's kind of what I like about the Mets lineup is I mean, I mean there are days that you hit McNeil seven or kind of seven, and Escobar is going to come back and hit eight, and then the catcher is certainly not a position of of strength offensively, but that's that's the one spot. But I, you you don't want to look at and have five solid bats in the lineup and have four spots that you look at as, as kind of dead weight. No, that's that's not what you're looking for. Uh, let's go to Mitch in East Windsor. Mitch, good morning. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Good morning, Dave. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. You know, the Yankees, they better be uh, careful. Uh, you know, Toronto's got some lineup. I think Toronto has a better lineup than now. Toronto's, but I think Aaron bull- Judge, Toronto's uh, bullpen is not great, and I don't trust their starting staff nearly as much as the Yankees. But listen, you're right. Five-game five, five game series, could Toronto get the Yankees? I guess they could. I don't think they would, though. I got some lineup with these uh, second generations of uh, major league uh, players, Guerrero and Bichetti. Bichetti, he's, uh, he's a regular ball player already. 
Um, I think Aaron Judge. I think they thought it would be, and they had Merrifield. Listen, Toronto's a very good team. I don't. I don't think that the Yankees would lose to them in a series, but you never know. You're right. Go ahead. And I think Judge, you got to take his record. I made a bet with my brother, but he didn't take any money. I guess he's saying I bet that he would have 60 home runs by September 7th. He's, he's got the record. I hope he becomes a Dodger. I, I, I do. Because uh, Trey Turner could leave. He's a free agent, too. And one more thing I, I was reading. I know I brought this up to you a, a year ago. Time the guy won some prize, but I never went to the Nick game because that was the start of the, uh, the pandemic here, the COVID pandemic. Um, not only did uh, Chuck Connors, he was also drafted by the Bears in decline. What are we talking about here? Yeah, I was just talking about the truck. I was just reading. Oh, I don't think anyone gets with the, the rifleman. So <laughs> thanks, thanks for the call. Take care. And, and yes, absolutely. And we will we will talk to you soon. All right. So one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. I don't know where that call just went to. The calls. I, I just commended you for how good the calls have been. And then we got Chuck Connors and somehow like he won a, a contest before the pandemic. Good job, Jake. Nice, nicely done. Uh, all right. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. It is. It's now time. I mean. Harvey's been here for a Joe. I think this is your first uh, entree into it. It's Dump Rothenberg. Everyone adores it. 1-800-919-3776. You go wherever you want to go, wherever question you need to ask. Last time we did this on a Saturday, I went 15 and 0. So we'll see what we can accomplish today right here on 9870 ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. He's pompous. Listen, shut up, and I'll tell you the story. He's arrogant. Do you think there's a lot of things out there that I wouldn't be good at? And sometimes he's downright mean. I know you know what that's like, to be that uncomfortable, pimply-faced, not very popular kid. (laughs) But now it's your chance to prove him wrong. It's dumb. Call 800-919-3776 with your question, and let's stump Dave Rothenberg. Well, many have tried, very few have succeeded. Stump Rothenberg on 9870 ESPN brought to you by Cooper Tire. Jake, th- this has to be a sad moment for you. This is the last time you'll be working Stump Rothenberg e- ever. I mean, uh, ever. I, I could come back. You, you'll, you'll never come back. You, you don't know that. Pretty confident. So what? What? Uh, what's the record? The record for you after your 15-0 performance last time we were together is 293 and 55. That's good, right? That's amazing, yes. 293 and 55. Now, you have one question today, one last question. I have one last question, and then in honor, I guess, of Ty, who used to do the five-pack, I have a five-pack. You do realize that if you ever want to participate in the uh, Stump Rothenberg segment again, you now have to call in (laughs) on the regular I have to get in with the producer. Whoever your next guy is, I need to get in with so that I have the uh, special hotline. All right, away we go. Let's start with John in L.A. John, welcome. You're on Stump Rothenberg. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, shout out to your little boy. Happy birthday to him. Thank you. And uh, shout out to Jake for being the last show on. All right, here it goes, uh, Dave. Um, all right, what stadium has hosted the most World Cup finals all time? And there's actually two stadiums tied up for the most all time. For the finals? Yes. Two stadiums that have hosted the World Cup final all time. I would guess Wembley. Ugh. But then there's the one in. Do I have to tell you the name of the stadium? Well, yeah. Uh, basically. So, well, so. it's not. Well. Dave, I think if you give yeah. the country, I think that's good enough. All right, so I'm thinking Brazil. Okay, yeah. Oh, God. So the World Cup is... I need gunling is what I need. <laughs> so what stadium has hosted the most World Cup finals, right? Finals, yes, yes. And it's actually two stadiums tied for first place. So if I give you either one, I get this, right? So, I mean, let's, let's think of who hosted. So the U.S. hosted only in 94. Right? I think that's the only year they hosted. Italy. Oh, I don't know that I'm gonna I mean France, I I know France has hosted. 
Um, boy, I this is a good question. I mean, Wembley's my first thought. Italy hosted, Mexico hosted, I know, I think twice. U.S. is 94, and then we're going to go in 26 again. Brazil hosted in 50. I don't think it was, yeah, I think they hosted again somewhat recently, too. England hosted, I know, in 66. England host outside of 66? I don't... Oh, boy. Um... I don't know, to be honest with you. I'm gonna guess... I mean, if you get one out of both, that would yeah, be. Yeah, my, my guesses are either it's it's. I don't see. I don't think England's hosted twice. So I'm either France has hosted twice, but the first time was forever ago. So I don't know if it's the same stadium. Germany, I think, has hosted multiple times. All right, I'm gonna. Go France or Germany. It's France or Germany is my guess, and I really don't know. I'll go France. Final answer. Final answer. Wrong, Dave. It's actually Ah. Brazil and Mexico. Estadio Azteca and Estadio Maracaña. They both have hosted the World Cup Finals twice. Really? That's right. Mexico, I think they, they hosted in, in 70 and 86, right? Ah, oh, man. That's 0-1. There goes the streak. You know, Jake, forget it. I don't want to do this segment today. We're just giving up 0-1? Yeah, no. Well, you know how someone, when you're in the gym and you're playing basketball, you got to hit the last shot. So we're not going to end on an All 0-1. All right, fine. Ugh. Luke in Connecticut. Luke, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Luke. A little bit of a, little bit of a hot take. Losing Jake, much worse than losing Ty. I don't think that's crazy. I don't think that's crazy at all. Yeah. I think Ty was very full of himself by the end. I think Jake still was a man of the people. But guys, Luke, what's your exactly. question? Yep. All right. Good so, so talking baseball and records for a career, one player holds the quote-unquote batting title for their team. They've hit the most home runs, highest batting average in RBI. What's that? Who's that player? Hmm. So it's, it's average RBIs and home runs for one team. They lead all three. Oof. Um... Mm. At least I'm making you think this time. You know, you're making me think. I don't know if I know this. Um, this so this is career records, right? Of on that yes, for, for in you the know, cool, you know what? career. How about now? I'm just I'm spitballing. I'm not giving final answers yet. But Jake, how about like John Carlos Stanton with the Marlins? You got to figure he's the home run RBI champion that they've. Yeah, you got to think of you know those guys that just dominated when they were there. Um, I think it could be Bonds, Henry Aaron. Henry Aaron's clearly home runs, clearly RBIs. Ruth, I don't think, is the highest average career for the Yankees. Could be Pujols with the Cardinals. I don't know if he's the most home runs because he left. All right. Um, oh my goodness, this is a this is a tough question. Um, you think I've named it? Jim? How about how about Cal? You think it could be Cal Ripken? Well, I know the answer. You know, I, you know the yes, answer. Yes, I screened right. the call, so all I right, know the answer. You, all right, so now I got to really think. I mean, so so there, see, I I wonder if it's a team that hasn't been around, like Evan Longoria. Could it be Evan Longoria? All right. Here's where I'm gonna go. Not, not someone I've named. 
Ted Williams. Final answer. All right. Good way to go out, Jake. Got him. Ah! Who is it? <laughs> it was Luis Gonzalez. Who is it? Luis Gonzalez. I so thought you were, when you said Evan Longoria, I thought you were going to go to the Diamondbacks. I, I, I really, I stink. I mean, the fact, and put him on hold for round two. The fact that I, I can't get anything right now. Well, last time I worked with you, you went 15-0. and 0. Right now, it's on pace for 0-15. So. No, not if I slow down. <laughs> yeah, 0-10 then. Questions. Oh, man. All right, uh, let's go to Chris. And he's always good, too. Chris and Beth Page. Chris, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Hey, Dave. <clears throat> Hello, Chris. First of all, happy birthday to Alex. Thank you. Very kind of you. Uh, all right. So, Dave, um, there have been two pitchers yeah. who have given up a home run to Hank Aaron and Barry Bonds. <clears throat> so, uh all you have to do is give me one of the two. But two pitches have given up a home run to Hank Aaron and Barry Bonds. How about like a, like a Bob Welch? I think Frank Tanana might be in there. I don't I think I've heard that it's Frank Tanana, but I'm not 100% sure. Bob Welch can't be old enough to could he be in the seventies? No, I I because oh. Tanana was a young pitcher in like seventy five or seventy six. And then he definitely went up against Bonds. Alright, I'm gonna go Frank Tanana because I have a gut feeling that's the answer. All right, very good, Dave. You got yes. that. Uh would you be able to name the other guy? I mean no. you already got it right, but no. The other guy was Rick Russell. Oh, goodness. Rick Russell. The, the poor oh! All right. So there you have it. That Now we're now we're back. Jake, are we good? We're one and two. We're on a – you say one is not a streak, but we are on the right path for sure. Drew, Long Island. Drew, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Dave, how you doing today? What's up, Drew? Uh, so which eligible NFL Hall of Famer has the most yards from scrimmage in history? So, by eligible, so he's not Moore, in the Hall Frank. of Fame, but he's eligible to go to the Hall of Fame. Correct. So what what are you looking for? The what? Most yards from scrimmage in history. So rushing and receiving. So we're not including returning, right? So it's not like Brian Mitchell? No. No. And this guy's not in the Hall of Fame because he hasn't been retired probably for long enough. All right. Uh, I, how about Frank Gore? Uh, he's n- not him because he's not eligible for the Hall of Fame yet. Oh, so this guy has to be eligible but not in the Hall. Correct. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Now this adds a, another. All right. How about Warwick Dunn? He's second. Kiki Barber's number one. Oh, man. Dude, I stink. I'm, like, shocked here at the station right now. A little bit. Again, I don't know any of these answers, but, like, you, I would think Tiki I know, Barber. I'm not good at this. Uh, Jay be, in the Bronx. <laughs> Jay, you're To be fair, Frank Gore, Frank Gore was the right answer if it was. Hey, Dave. Good to talk to you. Yeah, I don't feel the same. Go ahead. What do you got? <laughs> I got a Seinfeld question for I you. I love Seinfeld. I love Seinfeld. Let's change it up a little bit. All right. How many siblings did Jerry have? And if you can mention the episode, that would be awesome. On the show, how many Seinfeld siblings were there? How many siblings did Jerry have? Yes. On the show. Yeah, on the show. I'm yeah. talking strictly show. Uh, I think he has a. S- he does. He does have a sibling. You can I mention the gender. Si- I think he has a sister on the show. Do you know the episode of the mention? Yes. The Chinese restaurant. Oh, you're the best, Dave. Yes. Woo! And I'll tell you how. I know it. 
That is actually my favorite all-time episode, the Chinese restaurant. All right, so now, now at least we got one right. We're two and three. 1-800-919-3776. We got a five-pack. We got Jake's question. We got more of your questions. And we have the second round where three people have already advanced. Two and three. Not great. Stump Rothenberg, 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. We return an awful edition of Stump Rothenberg at two and three in the first segment. We will continue now. And bring on Sal and Duchess. Sal, for me to get to back to 500. Sal, have at it. Uh, it's not going to happen. I think I got you. Oh, here we go. This can is you from... give me, Sal, can you give me a buongiorno? Oh, I'm sorry. Buongiorno. And uh, besides a buongiorno, I want to take the best. Good luck. God bless you. And in Italian, I said benedica vostia. That means see you later, sir. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. So bilingual. Go ahead, Sal. What do you got? <laughs> Spruce up the show a little bit. All right. This is this is one of your better teams. Okay. Be sarcastic. Which Dallas running back has the most yards in a season? Rushing. Which Dallas running back has the most yards? Most rushing yards in a season. On Demarco Murray, one thousand eight hundred forty-five is what you thought. All right, I feel stupid now. Yeah. See y'all later. Like the, not even ten years ago. Come on. I mean, how, how about that? He he walks in, Jake swinging it, and we just slapped him across. The <laughs> A lot of people come in swinging it, but I think he was confident. I guess Tony Dorsett. I forgot about the Demarco Murray. He ran for eighteen hundred forty-five yards. I know. Yards. But then he kind of like went to Tennessee and fell off. You know. He did. He did. That happens with running backs a lot, though. Uh, all right, let's go to Ian in East Meadow. Ian to get above five hundred. Go ahead. All right, Dave. Game-winning RBIs was only a stat from 1980 to 1988 officially. Um, Pete Alonso unofficially broke Keith Hernandez's record last night. Who holds the National League rookie record oh for game-winning RBIs? The na- I mean, the National League rookie record. I, I I don't I don't know. Um, it was only from 1980 to 1988. Well, what, what is when it was a stat. I mean, it's it's still a statistic though, so I'm confused. What do you mean it's only? So like like uh, baseball doesn't recognize it as an official stat anymore. Only from 1980 to 1988 was it an uh, official stat. Um, I know Mike Greenwell had a ton, but that's obviously the American League. Um, you know, so. 80 to 88. Maybe like a Willie McGee. Um, I, this is I. I'm just completely guessing. Um, I don't know. I, I, I. This is the first question that I haven't loved to be honest with you today. I. I don't know. I will guess uh, Willie McGee. No, it's got some local flair. Old timers day. Daryl Strawberry. All right. <laughs> I mean, Jake, I, I don't I mean, to be honest, I don't I don't love that question, did you? I, I didn't love it, but he was talking about the Mets broadcast last night. I didn't watch the Mets game, so I thought maybe it was relevant. Um Yeah. Yeah. Great. I mean yeah. listen, I, I was stumped now that's four times the first three, I was effectively stumped. Really quick, are you, about are you real are you excited for Old Timers Day as a Mets fan? I am, but I'm not going to be able to watch it because I'm going to be dealing with Alex's friends at his birthday party. Mm. So I feel like I'm going to DVR it and watch it later, but I, I hate watching sports on the DVR. All right, what's your question? All right, so I am a huge Yankees fan, as you know. I'm, we know, I'm, Jake, we know. I love playing stump with you, so I thought I'd go out kind of the way a Yankee great went out. My question for you is, and I'm not comparing myself to the GOAT, but who caught Mariano Rivera's final pitch? All right, so let's think about this now. So his last game. We remember Pettit and Jeter, yeah. Was in 13, right? And that's when Pettit and Jeter came out. Correct. All right. 
So let's think about this. So the Yank, so it's not. See, Posada's going to be too easy. So who was on that team? That's no Bernie, no Posada was on that team. No, Vernon Wells was on that team, I think, right? Oh, God. And Cano was on that team. Obviously, these are not... Batances might have been on that team, too, just recently. Retired. Usually, the catcher is the one that catches the ball, so... I'm going to punch you. <laughs> was John Ryan Murphy that catcher? I'm gonna. God, I don't know. All I could think of is John Ryan Murphy, but I don't know. Was it John Ryan Murphy? That would be some answer. I mean, this is a ridiculous question, by the way. Yeah, um, ridiculous question. Who caught the greatest closer of all times last pitch? Totally ridiculous. Come on. Um, I, I'm right. It's 2003. 2013. Uh, that's what I know. Um. I much prefer the 98. I'm going to just go John Ryan Murphy because I can't even think of another catcher on the team. That's probably wrong. Well, Dave, I was very excited on my last stump to stump you. And as you kept saying John Ryan Murphy with my microphone off, I kept banging the table in the studio because you, my friend, are correct on the final stump. It is John Ryan Murphy. A lot of people don't remember him catching it, uh, but he did indeed catch Mariano Rivera's final pitch. And just... For Yankee fans, that's a good job by me. That's a great job. I'm impressed as always. And Yankee fans, you should thank John Ryan Murphy because he got us. Do you know who the Yankees traded John Ryan Murphy for? Uh, I'd have to think about it. Now. Aaron Hicks. So oh, thank yeah. you, John Ryan Murphy. That worked out beautifully. <laughs> but great uh, job. All right, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take Stewart, Long Island. Take the guys that are trying to to get get the daily double, and then your five pack, and then we're done. And Sounds then you good. Can, then you can move on and retire. All right, Stewart, Long Island. Go ahead. Stewart, Long Island, go ahead. I think Stewart dropped. And that's the end of Stewart. Great. All right, so we're four and four, right? Correct. These two guys, there were three, but one of them dropped, have a chance to succeed on the Daily Double, which how many times has happened since you've been doing the show? It has happened a total of zero times. But Jonathan yeah. and Luke, you know, they call every week, so I think they might have something Now, they know the sleep. rules. They've got to be either a skill position player in the NFL or typically 80s or 90s from the NBA. John in L.A. John, the floor is yours. Alrighty, here it goes. I had you last time about last year, I think, so here it goes. <laughs> All right, uh, Laker great, Smush Parker. Smush Parker, I believe, was a Fordham kid. I know he's from Brooklyn. I think Will Smush Parker, but where did he go? I think I think he transferred into Fordham. And then he was undrafted. Final answer. Final answer? Yeah. <sighs> so close yet so far. Yes, sir. Four to that, That's the. You, you know what that was? <laughs> that was the sound of just disappointment and, and reeked of desperation. Luke in Connecticut. Luke, your chance. All right, Jake. I'm trying to do it for you, bud. Here we go. Yeah. All right. Wide receiver, Charles Rogers. Charles Rogers from the Lions? Yes. Uh, I believe he's Michigan State. Like the like number three pick in the draft or whatever, Charles Rogers, right? Yeah, it was number two, and uh, Houston got Andre Johnson after him. Yeah, great move. I, I think it's – I think it's Charles. Is it Michigan State? Because that was it when that was when they were like taking wide receiver after wide receiver. Um, it's a good one. I don't know why I'm so convinced of Michigan State, but now I'm not a hundred percent. I'm gonna say Michigan State because that's my first thought, and I can't think of another. 
sorry, Jake. Oh, you Stop hear it. the pain in their voice, Jake. I've heard it for over a year in a lot of these callers' voice. And I just want to say my favorite stump moment actually came last time we did stump when you answered the guy's question before it came out of his mouth. and he What was, was that question? It was about, uh, like, I think Dr. J never had any fa- – or never fouled out of a game. Someone never fouled Will out of a game. Will Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain never yeah. fouled out of a game. And before he could even get the question out, he was like, whoa, how would you do that? It was yeah, so fun. All right, your, five, your right, final five-pack. My Go final five-pack, and I hope I can get you with one because I don't think anyone's really ever gotten you with these college. Let's start off with Dennis Rodman. Oh, he went to an NAIA school. Um, oh, my God. Where the heck did he go? It's Oklahoma. It's something in Oklahoma, but now i got to think of what the heck it was. He went to South... Southeast Oklahoma State University. I just wanted to hear you say that. That is indeed correct. Dennis no. Rodman, <laughs> southeastern Oklahoma State, now in Russia doing his thing. All right. This one's a tough one, even for Giants fans like yourself. Michael Strahan. Texas Southern. That is correct. And again, you're a Giants fan, but I can guarantee you there's a bunch of Giants fans out there right now who had no idea where Michael Strahan know. went to college. Well, Strahan was pretty easy. All right. Go ahead. Damian Lillard. Uh. I don't. Do you pronounce it Weber or Weber? Whichever one you want to go with is the correct answer. Yeah, it is Weber State. Yeah. All right. The last two. Let's see if I can get you here. And these are two of my favorite players growing up, so I kind of wanted to add them in. This running back, one of my favorite running backs, Ladanian Tomlinson. TCU fifth pick. All right. Before I could get it, I feel like that caller from a couple of weeks ago. And then my final, final five pack question. One of my favorite basketball players growing up. I didn't want to give you someone obvious, Patrick Ewing, all those guys. But this guy was one of my favorite Knicks, Jamal Crawford. Michigan. Dave, that's a five for five on the five pack. Five for five on the five pack. So what does that finish the day at, which is not a great day? You were four and four, and then you got the two college second chance. So six and four with my five pack, you finished the day. 11 and 4. So not awful. Not bad at all. Not, now, and you'll you'll figure out what that brings our grand tally to, and then you'll pass it along to the next guy down the road, right? I can tell you right now, your total is 304 and 59. Oh, we crossed the 300 plateau. Beautiful. Oh! And that is brought to you by Cooper Tire for high-performing quality tires at affordable prices. Come to Mavis for Cooper brand tires, and Mavis always provides best-in-class customer service. Visit Mavis at MavisTire.com. Today's your final day, correct, Jake? Is it for you? Now you're not even talking to me? It's fine. I have have a treat for you in the 11 o'clock hour. We'll get to that at 11.30. A treat for Jake before we say goodbye. It's Rothenberg with you solo on a Saturday on 98.7 ESPN.